Meg here. Welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. How are you? I hope you're doing really well. I don't know why I start every podcast with how are you. I know that you can't reply, but please reply on social media and tell me how you are. I am doing today's podcast on the next step of the seven steps to mastery that Tony Robbins has dubbed the key to life mastery. And the next one is love and relationships. And honestly, I nearly bypassed this because I'm like, oof, in the name. I'm not exactly a relationship expert myself. So... I did nearly skip it. However, I do have a reputation for abandoning a plan. So here I am sticking to the plan, sticking to the next step of the seven love and relationships. And I'm just going to talk to you about the things that I've experienced and the things that I believe to be important in relationships. And this is not necessarily relationships in terms of romantic relationships. Although I am married to a husband 10 years this year. So got a bit of a track record in that and there are moments where we want to kill each other not just that I want to kill him because I absolutely know there are moments that he's like Meg why are you doing this (laughs) but I feel like that is just part of relationships isn't it and it's something that I think we often overlook is the power of a relationship to help you and improve your life or also the power of a relationship to impact your life in a negative way. If you have people around you who pull you down or who compete with you in terms of who the sun is shining on most or who do anything but clap when you have good news and good success, then really look at that. That's the first thing that I would say. You need people around you who clap really loud for you who when you win they are genuinely so excited it feels like a win for them when you win and they want the best for you they want you to live the life that you want to live they want happiness for you and they want to see you push yourself out your comfort zone and grow and go beyond what is normal for them and for you because they know that that's what you want and I think that's so so important because Often I believe we get stuck in our rut when it comes to relationships and we hang around with the same people just for habit's sake. But just be aware that you become the average of the five people that you spend most time with. And for me, one of those people is a four-year-old and one of those people is a (laughs) six-year-old. So I'm not really sure what that says about how they have impacted on me really well I would say it makes me much more playful and much more in the moment much more present to be spending so much time with kids but that's the first thing have a look at your relationships and make sure that the people around you are lifting you up and it's a two-way thing you're lifting them up as well and you want the best for them and if you are listening to this and you're thinking that's absolutely not the case I have people around me who don't do that who actually are the opposite and maybe they have the same second name as you or maybe they are close friends of yours and you just you feel like you can't escape that then you can replace the time that you spend with those people with things like 
podcast. So you could decide to have Tony Robbins as the person that you spend most time with because you listen to him in your ear more than anyone else or Mel Robbins or any or any personal development author out there because you get to decide who is in your ear most. So it doesn't mean that you can you have to cut people out of your life. You can keep them in your life, but make sure that you have someone who is in your corner speaking to you most and you don't necessarily have to know that person in order for that to be the biggest influence in your life. You can have a mentor who you've never met in the form of personal development because now in this world we have access to so many podcasts and YouTube videos and all these kind of things and online courses that means that you get to spend time with people who are the best in the world at helping you become the best version of yourself. So that's the first thing. One of the big lessons I have learned over the years in terms of relationships is it's better to be happy than to be right. For a long, long period of my life, I used to focus so much on being right and I would struggle to say sorry and I would always make myself right by make the thing is when you make yourself right, you make other people wrong. So when you are focusing so much on being right, you make other people feel bad in the process and it's not until someone actually makes you aware of that that you realise that that's what you do and I remember years ago I went on this course called Landmark. It's quite an extreme personal development course. I wouldn't recommend it for anyone who's not totally, totally all in on personal growth and personal development because you do have to be a a certain type of person to be able to look that far into what's going on between your ears. But I went to this Landmark course and one of the things I realised from it was that I rarely said sorry to Stephen, my husband, I rarely said sorry. It would always be him that was saying sorry and I I would demand that apology, I, I would need that apology, but I rarely said sorry to him. And one of the things that you have to do in Landmark is deal with that. So you have to phone the person up and you have to say, listen, I've realized on this course that I, I mean, it sounds absolutely mental. It kind of was to be honest, but it was actually good for our relationship. It wasn't supposed to be about marriage. It was supposed to be about business. I went because I felt like I had a block in getting to the top level of my company and I wanted to uncover what that block was. Anyway, this came up about my marriage. So I phoned Stephen or I spoke to him when I got back. I can't remember which. And I said, I realised that I rarely say sorry and I always demand apologies from you without saying sorry myself. And that must be really annoying and make you feel a little bit rubbish. And Stephen said, yeah, it does. (laughs) It really does. And he never, he had never said that to me ever. But I realised it myself and I brought it up to him. And now I'm far, far quicker to say sorry whenever something happens because I know that it's important to him. So... It was never brought up to me. He didn't bring it up to me because he's actually very good at just letting things lie and letting me be right. It was a it was a joke that was made at our in our wedding speech that the the key things to say as a husband is yes, dear, no problem, dear, absolutely dear. And that's basically what he does. And it does keep our marriage, you know. <laughs> it keeps our marriage going, but 
by me not saying sorry, by me not accepting fault, I was always making him wrong and that's gonna that's gonna make a dent over a period of time. So that's something that I realised and it made a big, big difference to us. So if you're one of those people who always likes being right and who always, you know, carries on that argument until you're proven right, it might feel good in the moment. But just have a think about the impact you're having on that other person all the time when you're always the one that has to be right. It's better to be happy than to be right all the time. And you can't make yourself right without making someone else wrong. So just think about with a bird's eye view on your relationship, and whether this is in a, a marriage or a partnership or a friendship, whatever, just think about the impact that that has on the other person. Another thing that I have learned over the years in terms of relationships is that there's absolutely no point in holding a grudge. You just have to forgive because when you hold on to things that have hurt you, when you hold on to things that people have done to you or words that have been said that have offended you, it's literally like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. It will damage your soul. It will damage your happiness. It will prevent you from becoming the best version of yourself. And it's all going on in your head and you're not actually doing anything about it. Just forgive and move on. And you don't necessarily have to have a conversation with someone to forgive them. Just move on in your mind and stop letting yourself be beat up by it and all consumed by it. And sometimes, you know, you come across people who they're just angry at life. Do you ever come across these people? The other day I was in a petrol station and there was this guy honking his horn like an absolute maniac in front of the pair, um, behind the person who wasn't moving out quickly enough. And he was so angry and his face was so tensed. And I just looked at him and thought, I feel so bad for that guy. He's holding on to so much anger for whatever reason. Who knew what was going on in his life at that point? And who knew what was making him angry? Maybe he just experienced a trauma. Maybe he just experienced a loss. But he was angry. He was so angry. Not necessarily at the person in the petrol station in front of him. That's just the way it was manifesting in that moment. You always have to remember that you only see a snapshot of someone's life. It's like social media. You only see how they are with you when you check out your groceries in the supermarket or when the the lollipop man helps you cross the road. You only see that moment. And when someone is rude or when they're angry or when they are, you know, just disrespectful, it's never about you in that moment. It's always about something else that's going on in that person's mind. It's always about something else that's going on in that person's life. And just having the ability to, rather than get yourself involved in that, rather than screaming back at the person who's honking at you in the traffic and saying, what are you, what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? And getting drawn into that, just know that this is not about you and that person is going through something probably really sad and really horrific if they feel like they have to treat people like that it's never about you it's always about them and sometimes people project their sadness and their anger and their trauma onto you but just 
being able to see that there's a bigger picture there and see that there's more going on there and letting it go will serve you so so well in the long term and it'll also serve that person so so well in the long term just try to avoid getting drawn into that because it's never going to end well you just don't know what's what's happening in that other person's life and recently I had a an experience where um I hadn't seen a a really, really close friend of mine for a long time, a couple of years actually, I haven't seen her for a couple of years and she got some really, really sad news and I phoned her and it it was literally as if I had seen her yesterday, it was literally as if we'd, we'd spent time together that day, it just fell straight back into the way that it was and always be that person who just knows what's important in life and just knows that some things matter and some things don't just be able to treat people with love and respect regardless of time that's passed or regardless of what's happened none of it matters at the end of the day we all have a short time here on this earth and none of that matters it just matters that you spend time with the people that you love that you're present with them in the moment. How often do you spend time with people that you love and you actually are not present at all? You're Sometimes I leave, for example, my mum's house. I've, I've spent time at my mum's house and I leave there and I'm like, I didn't actually speak to her that much at all because I'm that busy running around after the kids or I was on a phone call or I was looking at my phone or whatever and you've, not act, you've been in the same room as someone but you've not actually spent that much time together. And that can be the case with people that you live with as well. Sometimes you, you know, you come in and you go out and you eat at the same time and you sleep in the same bed. But actually, have you had a conversation? You know, it's just being aware of these things, being aware of things that actually matter and things that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, what matters in life and something that really matters is relationships and telling people that you love them and actually going out of your way to be present with people and spending time with people who matter to you. Something that always, always sticks with me and if you have listened to this podcast for a while, you will know that I have spoken about this before and it's being aware of being a 10 in all areas of your life and so often I think I focus on being a 10 in my business, being a 10 in my goals, being a 10 in my physical health but when it comes to relationships sometimes relationships are just you know you hang out with people and then you don't necessarily have to put that much effort in but it's just something that you do, it's just people that you hang out with But actually part of being a 10 is also having that focus of becoming better in your relationships, that commitment to never-ending improvement in every area of your life, but also in relationships. Like what more can you do to make your relationship better with your mum? What more can you do to make your relationship better with your best friends? Maybe you need to book a girls weekend away or maybe you need to book a girls day out or maybe you need to book a date night with your partner or what else can you do to make your relationship 
better with your children? Can you commit to putting your phone away when they come in from school at night? Can you commit to spending half an hour playing that annoying game that they love to play which involves you putting on the stupid voice or putting on the Paw Patrol ears or whatever it is. <laughs> We've all got that game where they're like, mommy, can you play that? And you're like, oh my God, not this one again. We've all got that game. Sometimes you just have to play it. Just be be there and be present because I always think of that quote, these right here are the good old days. And there will be a time where you'll look back on the good old days and you'll think, oh, remember they used to ask me to put on the Paw Patrol ears and put on the voice and crawl around the floor or <laughs> whatever it is. You'll long for those days. Just like you'll long for the dirty fingerprints on the glass and the juice cups spilt all over your living room carpet and the half-eaten bowls of cereal left on the table. You will long for all of those things one day and just learning to be present in the moment and just doing what you can to be that 10 in terms of relationship and just not even achieving the 10 but just thinking about it. Just bringing it further into your the forefront of your mind and just thinking what more can I do to make this relationship better or what more can I do to make this more fun? Maybe it's something spontaneous that you can do. Maybe it's something that you can just do that that will just add a little bit of fun and wonder to that relationship. Maybe it's picking the kids up from school and taking them to a new park or taking them for ice cream or maybe it's phoning your mum and saying, do you want to go out for lunch instead of me just hanging out in your house? Maybe it's just surprising your partner by saying I've got a babysitter on Wednesday night and we're going out for dinner. It could be anything like that, just prioritising those relationships because it is an area where we can get stuck in a rut with and we're all so focused on our own life and getting better in our own little worlds that sometimes we just don't acknowledge out with that and we don't think about what else we can do for other people. And this is something that I would say with every area of life, but see when you get that little nudge from the universe that says, phone that person, phone that person, meet up with that person for coffee, get in touch with that person, ask that person today how they're doing, send them a message. When you get that nudge, and we all get that nudge, because we all have a moment today, I message someone um, an old friend of mine and she said this is so weird you were in my dream last night and it's just so interesting I hadn't spoken to her for years and I've just randomly messaged her today and she said that I was in her dream because the universe works in wonderful ways and it's not until you actually start listening to it and start acting on those those little winks that things started to happen and you're always grateful that you acted on it because it always leads to something whether that's just feeling good or whether that's having a a lovely conversation with someone or whatever just act on those things because life is too short not to um another thing that Tony Robbins actually talks about obviously this is a Tony Robbins life mastery series but if you go onto his website tonyrobbins.com he has the life mastery seven steps all laid out there and there's different blogs and different pieces of information for every 
area and I was looking at the love and relationships one and there's like top 10 tips to be a brilliant partner to create an incredible relationship and one of the one of those tips number six is appreciate and compliment the wonderful fantastic and unique aspects of your partner now this goes back to the love languages the different love languages that people have for me I am absolutely an action kind of girl I would rather you showed me how much you love me than told me how much you love me so for example see if you just clean the kitchen for me I will be on top of the world if you were to do a load of washing and say I did a load of washing because I knew how much you love it that's just the dream for me I love action actually taking action on things like that whereas some people love words of affirmation and regardless of how what our love languages are everyone appreciates words of affirmation everyone appreciates being told how much they're loved and being told why they're wonderful and why they're unique and why we love them and why they why we choose to spend time with that person I don't think you can ever get too much of that well maybe you can get too much of that that might be a bit weird if you're just constantly telling people how amazing they are all the time maybe just play it cool a little bit (laughs) in some areas but make sure you tell people that you love them make sure you tell people why you love them and appreciate and compliment them where possible because it will make a big difference to their day and it doesn't take much to do that and so often I think that we you know we think things in our head like we think oh she's looking great or she she's really on it right now or she's doing so well with committing to that goal that she'd set or she's so inspiring me right now but we don't actually tell them we don't actually tell people that that's happening in our head so just tell people if something comes into your mind just tell people if you feel like you really are grateful for someone because of whatever just tell them how grateful you are just send the card send the message just say I was thinking about you this morning I'm so grateful for you for inspiring me or I'm so grateful to you for being there when you live your life like that you don't usually have to worry about relationships because people will be there and people will appreciate being treated like that and you tend to get back from a relationship what you put in so when you treat other people well and when you appreciate other people and you're grateful for other people they will be grateful for you as well but that said you have your own life and you have your own relationships so don't compare your relationships to other people's because that's just a formula for honestly disaster (laughs) it's not easy because so often we compare our lives to people on social media and we think oh this is this is great because other people have all this public display of affection but my husband could not think of anything worse than a public display of affection so he's actually very rarely on my social media that's just different people in the way that different people are and just because you're not having a public display of affection and telling the world how much you love someone every two minutes doesn't mean that you love them any less Just because someone else isn't telling you that they love you every two minutes on social media doesn't mean that they love you any less. Don't compare yourself and your relationships to that of others. Everyone is different and every relationship is different. So I hope this has helped. Always say sorry. Always pick up where you left off. Always tell people how much you appreciate them. 
be the person that you want to actually have in your life and decide that it's more important to be happy and to be in love than it is to be right because when you make yourself right all the time you're making other people wrong all the time and that's really not a cool trait to have because all that it does is make people feel sad or make people feel wrong a lot of the time and that's a a lesson that I had to learn along the way at one point so this is your absolutely not a relationship expert (laughs) signing off but I hope that's helped and I hope it's just made you think of those people that you love in your life and send a wee message to them meet up with them plan the girls trip plan the date night pick your kids up from school with a different snack something that just shows them how much you love them doesn't have to be a big deal but it's just important that you focus on it and you bring it to the front of your mind to make an effort to be that person for the people that you love the most in the world loads of love I'll see you next week with the next one which is time see you soon bye Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop onto Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.